Starting to pay bays, and um, what we'll do is let's read the Mishnah, and then I have a chart. We're gonna read the chart first, and then we'll learn the Gemara because the Gemara is uh, it, it's complicated um, without the chart. But I think it'll be a lot easier that way. So if I'm wrong, then I'll ask Mechila ahead of time. Okay, Zak the Mishnah, Hatinoikos, children, right? Chenach, right? So Tinoikos ain't ma'anin oisan biyamikipurim. We don't. We're not ma'anin them, meaning we don't have to hold back food from them, Rashi says, on Yom Kippur. However, there is a din of chinuch, which is either one year before or two years before. So they, they should be used to regular, it should be regular by them to do mitzvahs. Okay, so now, um, what we need to understand here, and we'll go through the chart together, is what is this lifnei shana v'lifnei shnatayim? What does that mean before a year or before two years? Okay, so that's that's question number one. Okay, now within within chenach, um, right? We all know that midaraisa. This is universal, right? Midaraisa, a girl, it becomes chayiv, right? She becomes chayiv mitzvahs at the age of twelve, bas mitzvah, and a boy at the age of thirteen. Okay. So the question is, when does the Chi of Chinuch start? Now, there could, when it comes to Yom Kippur, there could be two Gidarim, we'll see, of Chinuch. There's a concept of Misan and Lashois, which means push breakfast off. Normally they eat at 9 o'clock in the morning, they're going to eat at 11 o'clock, right? So, and that would be at an earlier age, according to some. And then there's a concept of Hashlama Midrabanan. There's a concept of a Chinuch, and then that Midrabanan that you um, make them fast, the entire fast, but it's a dindarabana. So, um, if we look here at the chart first, let's, so let's first go through. So, the slashes represent um, a, a boy, girls and boys. The younger age will be a girl, the older age will be a boy. So, if Chist is going to say, if you go through the first chart, that at the age of nine, or at the age of nine, oh, and there's one other factor that we have to address, which is, is the child a bari or a chayla? Is it generally, does the child have a weak constitution or are they, uh, you know, are they strong? So, Rav Chist, so like this, Rav Chista holds that let's say a bari, a healthy person, a healthy person would start fasting lishais, right? Would start pushing breakfast off if they're, if they're a child, a girl at the age of nine and a boy at the age of 10. Essentially, that would be three years before. Okay? Now, what we're going to have to understand is, what did the Mishnah say? When do you start chenach? One or two. Right? So we're going to have to address that in a moment here. So, if you're a chayla, right, if you go to the next box, if you're a chayla, so then it's uh, two years before, right? So, one and two is really two and three. Okay? Again, you're one year. Now, Rav Chista does not address the concept of mashlimin at all. So we don't know if, he's, if he holds that there's a difference, man. It's not addressed there. And then again, Midaraisa, everybody holds that what's the age, 12 or 13. So how are we going to understand in the final box, and that Rashi speaks this out on the Mishnah, okay, that everything is the year before. That it's a year before the year before Daraisa. We add an extra year. Okay, so therefore, according to Rav Chista, the Bari Lashais, that would be Lifnei right, two years, which is really three years. So if the child is healthy, you would start Chenach three years before, which is the age of nine for a girl and the age of 10 
for a boy. And if the child is not, uh, is, is generally has a weak constitution, the child will be a chayla. So then we'll start it two years before, a year before, which is two years before or three years before. How is it again? Two years, one year is... So there's one, that's the way Rashi just kind of plugs it in, right? If you look at Rashi, the last Rashi in the Mishnah, Okay, we're talking about, the, the Perikon refers to this man darai, so that's age 12 for a girl and, and 13 for a boy. So it's two years before the year before. It's like there's an understanding, there's no question that a year before, that's a, a zedin chenach. And now we're just addressing what about before that point of a year before? Is it one or two years before? Okay, the next shita is going to be a combination shita of Rav Huna and Rav Nachman, like we'll speak out in the Gemara, that there is a, there is a, um, the Rav Huna addresses girls and Rav Nachman addresses boys, but it's the same shita. And that is that, oh, sorry. I don't know. Okay. Um, and that Rav Huna and Rav Nachman so they're going to hold that the, uh, if you see Bari Lashais, a healthy person Lashais, would start actually uh, four years before. Okay, and a Chayla Lashais would start, again, if they're, if they're weak, three years before. So again, if, if the child's healthy, we'll start pushing breakfast off at the age of eight for a girl and nine for a boy. And if the child's not so healthy, we'll start um, Lashais nine and ten. Okay, so that's, so basically, it's a four-year program, right? Chinuch is a four-year program, potentially, uh, according to Rav uh, Huna and Rav Nachman, and that is that we know 12 and 13 is Daraisa. So if we move it back, what we're saying is at the age of 11 and 12, so a year before, even if the child is a weak constitution, they have to finish the fast. Two years before, if the child's healthy, they should finish the fast. Three years before... Three years before, if the child's weak, we start with shoys. And four years before the age of Daraisa, we'll, if the child's strong, we'll start with shoys. And those are the four categories. Now we have to understand, what does it mean, lefnei shana, lefnei shana tayim? So, what he's saying is that, what it says, lefnei shana tayim, the two years, that refers to the two years before the hashlama midrabanan, wherever you are, whether you're bari or chayla, Two years before you would be, you'd start l'shayis, right? Before you do the hashlama, before you finish the fast, you would start two years before. And what's one year before that? That the hashlama, where the minimum is one year. That if the child is a chayla in regards to hashlama, it's referring to one case. That's one year before. So we have to really split up the mishnah in understanding Rav Huna and Rav Nachman of how we get in our mishnah because our mishnah just said a year or two before. Now it seems like there's, right, there's up to four potential years. So what's a year or two before? So we have to fit it into that case. Now, Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan says, uh, Rav Yechanan only addresses again L'shois. Um He says, there is no concept of Hashlama Midrabanan. You don't have to, if you're Midrabanan, that's the third box here. You don't have to. So y- there is no Chinuch. And then he learns it straight up as Shana, Lefnei Shana, Lefnei Shana Tayim, which is one year before, two years before. So, the Arisa is 12 for a girl, 13 for a boy. So one year before would be, um, would be 11 and 12. That's if you're a chayla, right? So then, again, there's no hashlama. There's only lishais. okay? So if you're a chayla, you start one year before. And if you're, um, if you're a bari, then you start two years before, okay? And those are the three shitas, three manda amrim in our sugya. So now, zakta gemara. Hashda, 
So the Gemara is now just first Shtelig. Before we even get to Rav Chis Shita, I don't understand. Why would I have to tell me, Chinuch starts two years before and a year before? Well, okay, if it starts two years before, then it already started. So of course it's going to be a year before, right? And it's, once, you have, once you're ready, Chayim and Chinuch. So Hashem b'fnei Shtayim echan echen luhu b'fnei Shonami Baya, of course. So I'm Rav Chis Ha Bechayla Ha Bebari. It depends if the child is sickly, has a weak constitution, so cannot uh, fast. Right, has a harder time, so then you would start a year earlier. Again, in Rav Chista, we don't see this anywhere here, but in the Mishnah, it spoke it out. In Rav Chista, it's a year before the year before. Right? So in other words, take off a year, we automatically start, everybody's going to agree that, that uh, 11 and 12, there's a concept of chenuch, and now it's what we're saying is, a year before that year before, the two years if the child is a chela, and three years before, two years before, right, Two plus one, three years before, if the child is a bari. So, I'm a Rav Huna. So now, Rav Huna says, we already know what the Shita is, right? Rav Huna is on the four-year program. I'm a Rav Huna. Ben Ches, u Ben Tes, Minchan Chan Eisel So, eight and nine is Lashais, meaning eight, you'll start at the age of eight if the child's a bari. And Tes if the child, L'shois, right? Pushing off, L'shois means pushing off breakfast if the child is a chayla, weaker constitution. Ben Yud, u Ben Yud Aleph, mashlimin in Okay, so then 10 or 11 is, again, 10 if the child's a bari, he'll start finishing the fast at age 10. And, um, and uh, 11 if, again, now it says Ben here, but like we're going to see in a second, we're all talking about girls here. So a girl who's eight or nine, Bari or Chayla will fast Misan and Lashais. 10 or 11, <coughs> Bari or Chayla will fast Hashlama Midrabanan. Ben Yudbeis, Mashlim in Midarai. So, Bitinoikas with a girl, Bitinoikas with a girl. So, a, 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 right, a female, age 12 is Midaraisa. So, four years before is the earliest man. Virab Nachman Amar. Again, Rab Nachman's not arguing, he's just saying the male version of it. So again, he's a four-year program. So nine or ten, nine is bari l'shoyz. Um, ten is chayla l'shoyz. Mechan l'shoyz. Ben yud alef, ben yud beiz, mashlamim medrabanon. Eleven or twelve is hashlama. Again, bari or chayla. Ben yud gimel, mashlamim medraisa, betinak. That's a boy. Okay, so that's the second, essentially the second shita combination, Rav Huna and Rav Nachman. Now comes the third cheater of Yechen and Amar, Hashlama Durabanan Leka. So he says clearly, where is in Rav Chista, we don't know. Rav Chista never addressed Hashlama. He just said one concept of Chinuch, so we, don't, we just don't know. We don't, we, don't, we don't know what he holds in regards to Hashlama. Okay, however, um, however, Rav Yechenon, Rav Yechenon, Hashlama Durabanan Leka. He holds no concept of Hashlama, and therefore it's just a two year program, standard two year program. Ben Yud, Ben Yud Aleph, Ben Chachan, so the Shoys. 10 or 11, Yomachanchen Lishois. Now that is boy or girl. So it gets a little confusing, right? Ben, right? Ben Yud, Ben Yud Aleph, Menchanchen Lishois. Ben Yud Beis, Mashlimin. Well, actually, no, sorry, that's Bari or Chayla. So Yud or Yud Aleph, that's referring to a girl, Menchanchen Lishois. Ben Yud Beis, Mashlimin Midaraisa for a girl. Okay, so it's a two year program for a girl who starts, who's Midaraisa age 12. So if she's a Bari, you'll start at age 10. She'll start fasting. If she's a chayla, she'll start at age 11. And if it's a boy, it'll be 11 and 12. This is l'shlois, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to address this. 
all, all the wording here. Now we're going to spend the rest of the time to the Mishnah. Nothing new. There's nothing new here. Now we just have to work out some wording issues. Right, but that, that included. Rabbi Yochanan, we're not going to speak out the boy, or we're, going to, we're only speaking out the girl? We're only speaking out the girl, but it's the same din by the boy. Just one, move, year, one year, just one year later. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now, Tanan. First, we've got to work out our Mishnah. Hati noikais. Ain ma'anin oison, right? That's our Mishnah. Now, Bishlam the Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, Lifne Shana, Vilifne Shtayim, Lifne Shana is the Eraisa, Vilifne Shtayim is the Devrahim. Okay? So it's one year and two years, which is talking about Mashlimin, right? That's what it would be. That, like we see, when are we Mashlim, again, that is. Off of the Daraisa. Got to change the Devraham to Daraisa. This is all Daraisa, right? One year Daraisa, one year before the Daraisa, and two years before the Daraisa. Again, it depends if it's, we're talking about only Mashleiman, right? And it's um, a, a boy, right? It's one year or two years, right? Like we saw, 11, for, let's say for a girl, it would be 10, she would have to fast Mashleiman 10 if she was a Bari, and 11 if she was a Chayla. El Rabbi Yechanan Kasha. So what does it mean a year or two before? There's no meaning we're asking. According to Rabbi Yechanan, there's no Din Hashlama. So I understand that the mission is talking about a year or two before Hashlama Midrabanam. A year or two before there, they have to fast midaraisa. They have to fast the whole fast midrabanan. But Rav Yechonah, there's no concept of Hashlama. So what does that mean? Okay, it means a year or two. Again, samoch uh, lepirkan. Again, what we're saying is l'shois. So he's holding the same. It's the same. Rav Yechonah holds the same thing, but he just doesn't hold mashlimin and he'll hold it l'shois. Tashima the tani rabbi bar Shmuel. Okay, that it is Samach Lepirkan. So we're going to we're asking the question the other way. I understand the question of Yechanan, it makes a lot of sense. But Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, Kasha. Okay, so now we're switching, right? We're asking the Kasha both ways. Well, Rav Yechanan, there's only one concept of Chinach. And therefore, I understand it's a year or two before. But if you know, so it depends which, which, from which perspective you start asking the Shiloh. So if in Rav Yechanan, right, we're saying that it means what's chinuch l'shais. So I understand, what does it mean? A year before Bari, a, a year before, uh, two years before Bari, a year before Chayla, that's when you start the chinuch. However, Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, Kasha. What do you mean? They start up to four years before. So what is a year or two? So again, Amri Lach Rabbanon, my chinuch, Nami Gatani, Hashlama. The chinuch is Hashlama, not just to start fasting at all. It's not pushing off breakfast, but fasting completely. Practicing Gemara Mikari, the chinuch Hashlama. What do you mean? Is Hashlama chinuch? Chinuch means you start to get them used to it. So that should sound like the earlier. So the Gemara says, We see clearly, The child would eat breakfast, you know, two hours into the day. We pull it, push it off an hour. Yeah, there's two concepts of chinuch. Okay, and how are we going to learn the Mishnah? Again, it's just confusing, but that's why, we started, that's why I started with the chart. Because once you have the numbers, then it's just a question, right? Everything else is... You were kind of reworking back in. Okay? So, and, and when we say a year or two years in Rav Huna and Rav Nachman, we're talking about a year or two of Ashlama. And in, in Rav Yechanan, 
when we say a year or two years before in our Mishnah, it refers to, it refers to um, Shais. And Rav Chista, again, it's a year or two before a year, right? Back it up a year, and then a year or two before, and that's how you have the three Shittas here. I mean, I think that's the last question that they're asking also, but how do you learn the concept of shows anyways? Because usually chinuch means the same exact mitzvah. They have to do it. Well, we see for the Bryson, not like that. The Bryson is clearly saying this is a concept of chinuch l'shaz. I'm saying, where do we learn that from? Any very specific or? Because we don't see anywhere they say give a lemon instead of a for a kid. You know, it has to be kosher a for kids. Like a mezuzah story, but like a bad comment. The mezuzah story. Yeah. I hear. No, well, maybe you can say that in regards. It could be that it's a uniquely Yom Kippur din because what's again? What's the din in Yom Kippur? So, so therefore, if you push off breakfast an hour, they're having inui. They don't finish, but they're having inui. You're not doing. You're not doing a bad mitzvah. You just they're doing they're doing the mitzvah just for a shorter period of time. That's what I would say. Okay, um, next. Ubra, Shehericha. So, a um, pregnant woman that smells. Now, Rashi here says it's the Ubra itself. Okay, point is, let's say a pregnant woman gets a craving. That's what we're talking about over here. Rashi specifically says it's the Uber that gets the craving. And we're doing this to save the Uber. Okay. Again, it manifests itself through the woman, but who is the who are we saving here? Is it the woman or the uber? So that is Rashi seems to be saying that it's the uber itself that we're allowed to be we're allowed to give her to eat the pregnant woman to eat on your kipper to save the uber. Okay, other Rishon learn it differently, but uber sheiricha machilan isa achetashiv nafsha. So you're going to give her food until she feels revived. And when it comes to a sick person, we're going to feed them based on what the experts say. And if there are no doctors, so then he says, I don't feel well. Feed, you give him to eat. Until he says, okay, I feel better now. Okay, it's going to be a little bit of a complicated So you will see on tomorrow's daf in regards to Bucky. Okay, but let's discuss Obra Sheiricha. Obra Sheiricha, Basar Kaidish. So let's say regular, we're not talking about, um, we're not talking about, uh, <coughs> we're not talking about um, uh, uh, Yom Kippur necess- necessarily. We're talking about Obra Sheiricha, Basar Kaidish. She smells hectic. The Basar is also to her. A Basar Chazir or pork. Kush So what we do is we take a, like a toothpick, a stick, and we put it in the sauce. And we, we get like the infused, uh, you know, like those mint-infused toothpicks. So you have a Basar Kachim infused, uh, you know, right of sauce, Kachim sauce infused uh, toothpick. And you give that to her to bite on. So she's not actually eating the shtick iser, it's just, uh, it's infused. And we're hoping, she puts that in her mouth. So if she feels better, right, that makes her, that, that takes, satisfies her craving. So then mutav, good. So she not as if they eat the food. So we give her from the gravy itself. Okay, it didn't work, so then we're going to give her, but we don't give her the, the actual iser food, we give her the gravy. 
if she if that makes her feel better, then motav good. We give her uh, we give her the food, we give her the fat, we give her the fattiest piece, right? Because there is nothing more important than saving a life. Okay, so which is interesting here, just something to think about, uh, is that we said one of the nisim that we had. Remember the Asar nisim was one one of them. That a pregnant woman never had a a, a nafel because of the craving. Right? It's interesting here, but we're saying again, basar kodesh that it's pikuach nefesh. So, what's the reason why we used to give shuman? Why can't you just give from the basar? I think it's just a way of saying like the shuman is like the fattiest piece. Meaning at that point you're giving her to eat. It doesn't matter what piece. Oh, so shuman's a good thing. Huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean something like the fattiest piece. Yeah, so that's, I mean, something like that. Again, yeah, you could also look at, yeah, that, and that's what we said by Yom Kippur, right? Because that, that, that same story also nullified the whole first, like, two parakam of, of Yuma that talking about Mafrishin, if the Me'olam Le'ra Balkari, right? That's, so that's, that's what they always talk about. Kasha and Rashi, though, not a Kasha or anybody else, because Rashi said we're trying to save the over, so a miscarriage will, will, will be an issue. But right, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, Rashi actually says Shnehem is Sukhanim, right? If you look at, look at the first Rashi on the Mishnah, Ha'ubar, right? It's Uber Sheiricha, Ha'ubar Meriach, Meriach Reach Tavshel, that the Uber is the one that creates the craving, Vuhu Misavaloi, Vim Enoichela Shnehem Misukhanim. They're both Misukhan, okay? It's an issue for both, okay? Anyways, so, Ein Lachadavar, Ein Lachadavar, nothing comes before Pikuach Nefesh, Chutz, for the big three. Okay, now we're going to learn the famous, famous Sugya. So how do we know that that a person is required to sacrifice their life for, in order not to be over on The time you learn in a bright star, the Pasuk says, So why did the Pasuk have to say, It already said, With your money, right? So, and if it says, With all your money, why do I have to say, so the Gemara says, because it depends on the person. And therefore, right, you have to sacrifice your nefesh. You have to, so that, right, as in order to not Let's say a person, the money is more valuable. Okay, so then that's what we're trying to say. So again, that is one of the big three of that. Pikuach nefesh is daicha anything except for number one of Adizar. Number two, Gilir Rayas, Ushvichas Damim. Two and three, Gilir Rayas, How do we know? Minolon, the time you learned in a brisa. Rebbe Aimer, Rebbe says, the Pasuk says, Ki Ka'asher Yakum Ish Areyu, Uritzachai Nechet, Uritzachai Nefesh, Kain Hadavar Hazet. Okay, so what is this? This is talking about Ma'anis, right? Where there's a man, takes a woman into the field. And he's raping her. So now, the point is that somebody who sees this going on is allowed to kill the man. Right? And what did the Pasuk bring in? How do we know this? The Pasuk brought in, right? that a person, self-defense, or if I see somebody killing somebody, I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to kill the aggressor, right? the murderer. So too is this. So what do we do? We're going to learn two things. Right, one from Ritzach and Amarasa, and one from Amarasa back to Ritzach. 
It came to teach us, and actually we learned something. So just like Naamurasa, the Pasuk says, that you're allowed to save, right? Why? Because the Pasuk says, Pasuk says, by Naamurasa, right? We, it said by Naamurasa, it said, then nobody saves her. She's certainly not, right? But what's the, the diuk of the Pasuk is that if somebody were to be able to save her, right? There we're, there we're saying that she doesn't pay a penalty, right? Normally, if she, right? Normally, if it's, uh, that, 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 um, the, sorry, that to her, Lanara, that if a man and a woman, married woman, right? So, it, it, or if a, right, if a man and married woman go ahead, go into the field, so then they get stoned. So here, right, they wouldn't because she is not her fault. She's Ma'anis. So, Ve'en Mashiach, that's why she doesn't, she doesn't get killed. Ain Mashiach. Okay? So, the diak is, but if there was an ability for her to get saved, if somebody could have saved her, then they're allowed to. Right? So, we see, how do we save her? By killing the guy. So, now we drew the parallel to Reitzeach. We learned from Ain Mashiach that you're allowed to kill the guy, you're allowed to kill the rapist. So, Af Reitzeach, so too, we learn, so we brought in Reitzeach, and it's teaching us that when it comes to Reitzeach, you're also allowed, if you see a murderer chasing somebody, you're allowed to kill the murderer. Ma Reitzeach, Yehoreg, Val Yavar. But when it comes to Reitzeach, we'll see this concept by Reitzeach, right? And we're going to see in a second that if somebody, if somebody puts a gun to your head and says, go kill that guy, otherwise I'm going to kill you. Sorry, can't do it. So too, we're going to learn Tanara Marasa. So we originally brought Ritzicha in to learn from Namarasa. Namarasa, we know the concept that you're allowed to kill the guy, kill the aggressor, kill the rapist, right? In order to save the woman. So too, by murder, you're allowed to kill the murderer to save the victim. But what do we learn? But in Salamad, we're going to learn that just like Ritzicha is Yaharik Val Yavar, that you're not allowed to do an act. You have to let yourself get killed rather than going in and killing somebody else. So too, after Namarasa, Yaharik Val Yavar. Okay, so too, Narmarasa, Yaharig Val Yavar, that if somebody uh, puts a gun to your head and says, uh, you know, uh, do this, do this Arias, be boiled this Arias, that you're not allowed to uh, listen, okay? You have to let yourself be killed. Where do we know Ritzach? So the Gemara says, Svara, that's a Svara. Why? Somebody came. In front, somebody came to Rabbah with the following Shiloh, Amarle. It was told to me, Amarle, Amarle, it was told to me, so he said to Rabbah, it was told to me, Mari Durai, by the, the, the governor, right, the guy in charge of the land, Katle Lapalnia, he said, kill so and so, if not, I will kill you. So what did he, what did Rabbah respond? Amarle, Naktalach, Veloi, Tiktal. You have to let yourself be killed, and you're not allowed to kill somebody else. Why? Svara, famous Svara, my chazis, the dama didach, sumak tfei, dama dama dahu gavra, sumak tfei. Okay? Why is your blood any redder than his blood? And the way Rashi explains this, that, okay, that either way, right, we, we have to think about what, is, what does God want, right? So there's an action, there's an avera that I would get by killing somebody. So let's say the guy's a murderer, so then he's, he's chayef, right? Or machteras, okay, we'll, we'll see, the, we'll have to understand those cases. But, in this case, someone's going to lose the life anyways. So, there, if someone's going to lose a life, either me or him, so I'm not going to do anything because either way, one life is going to get lost and no Avera is... If I do something, an Avera is being done. If I don't do something, meaning me committing murder is an Avera. So, and if I don't do something, 
then an Avera is not being done. So if either way a life is going to be lost, then you can't go ahead and do an Avera, my chaz is the dumb, the high, right? Why is yours any better than his? So I, I think I think that's the reason for the that's the reason for the svara. That's that's, that's the backup for it. Ahi ubra. So now we have a story again. So those are the three exceptions. But for anything else, dahainu to eat basar chazir to save an ubar, right? We would do. Ahi ubra to archa that smelled. Right. So we had this ubar that that the woman had a craving. He said, go, go whisper in her ear, go whisper in her ear that it's Yom Kippur, whisper in her ear, okay, and she uh, accepted this, uh, you know, that soothed her, okay, and she, she said, okay, you know, I hear, and that's, gonna, that's enough, that's enough to get me through. We said about this woman, or actually before, about this Uber, before I formed you in the belly, okay, meaning that we knew this portended that this was going to be a good, a good Uber, right, that it was able to, uh, it created a craving, and yet just by saying, that's Yom Kippur today, that took care of the craving, and who came? Nafak Mina, Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan was born. That was the Uber, that was baby Rav Yechanan. Ahi Ubra, on the flip side, to Archa, smelled, Right, smelled, uh, uh, had a craving. Also, the kamei chanina amar lehu loy chashula v'loy ilchisha. Right, and that suit that's that whis- that whispering in her ear and telling her that it uh, it's Yom Kippur today didn't soothe the uber. Right, and uh, still v'loy ilch. Right, ilchisha. She needed the food. Kari alav. So they called about that baby. Zuru rishayim or zayru rishayim may rachem that they are estranged from the womb, and right again it portended. Uh, not maybe not the best uh, child. Nafak mina shabsai oitzer peri, and we got shabsai who was the market manipulator. He was the oitzer peri. He was the hoarder of uh, in demand food. And like Rashi says in Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> there's a specific iser. You're not allowed to hoard food, okay? Because it, it manipulates the pricing. <coughs> if you hoard things, it manipulates. So we saw that it wasn't going to be such a great kid. Okay, so. <clears throat> to review, we went through, first we discussed the concept of chinuch, right? We had the three shitas. Rav Chista held that, right, in the Mishnah it said, and that he said he was talking about l'shois, and it's a year or two years before, the year before the Chiyav Daraisa. So essentially it's two years or three years. According to Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, it's a four-year program, right? That a bari, we start four years before the Daraisa, l'shois, pushing off breakfast. A chayla, we start three years before. A bari, we start hashlama, finishing the fast, <coughs> two years before. And a chayla, we start one year before. <coughs> and Rabbi Yechanan said there's no concept of hashlama for a, for a, um, there's no concept of hashlama for a, um, uh, a katan, right, for, for chinach, but rather it's either one year or two years before, okay, straight up for l'shais, whether it's the child's a bari or a chayla. Now, the halacha, we paskin, uh, it seems like Lahalacha, I know the riff, and, and it seems like most of the um, uh, Rishayim seem to seem to paskin like Rav Yechanan, um, like um, like Rav Yechanan Shita, okay. Um, of the riff paskin Rav Yechanan, but it's brought down. I mean, there are others that bring down Rav Huna and Rav Nachman as well, okay. But the riff, like I said, the riff seems to paskin like Rav Yechanan Shita that it's a year or two years before, and then it's only the Shais. Okay, Obra 
<coughs> so then we talked about Uber Shehiricha, that she has a craving. So we feed her until she's touching her, until she feels better. And we said, Uber Shehiricha, Basar, Hektish, or Chazir. So then we, we try with a toothpick, the, uh, the, the meat-infused toothpick, and I had her bite on that. And if that doesn't work, then... Um, uh, you know, she'll suck, she'll, she'll bite on, she'll suck that toothpick. If that doesn't work, then you have to give her, first you try the gravy, and if that doesn't work, then you give her from the food. Okay, because we say, in the Chadavr, where do we know that from? It says, we learn from Reitzeach, right? We brought Reitzeach in to tell us that self-defense, and then we learned from uh, Reitzeach, even though we were coming to, we bring it in to teach us, just like by Ma'anes, uh, uh, just like by Ma'anes, she, we're allowed to save her, so too by Ritzeach, if you see a guy murdering somebody, you're allowed to save him. But we, it came out that we learned, in fact, that we, we came to teach us something, okay, and it came to teach us that, <clears throat> that uh, when it comes to real Arias, that it is Yaharik um, Val Yavar. And Shvichas Damim was the third. We said it's the Svarim, my Chaz is the Damadi Dach Sumak that, right, net net, um, if a life's going to be lost anyways, your blood is um, no redder than his, right? And then we had the two stories with the Ubra that caused the craving. One of them, they were able, was able to be pacified by, the, by, by whispering into her ear and saying it's Yom Kippur, and that was a tzaddik, that was Yom And the other was unable, we were unable to pacify uh, the craving or satisfy the craving by whispering into her ear, and that was the uh, bad guy, um, Shabsai Oitzer Peri, market manipulator.